This is the Contractor's Corner podcast series from Solar Power World. Welcome to another edition of Contractor's Corner. I'm Solar Power World Editor-in-Chief Kelly Pickerel. And before we get started with today's interview, I thought it would be nice to have a little discussion about some happenings going on in the solar industry. My interview this month is with Emily O'Leary. She is the CEO of Sunshine Solar, a mechanical solar installation company out of Georgia. And she and I have a little bit in common. She went to my alma mater, Kent State University in Ohio. And so I thought this would be a perfect opportunity to bring in another woman in solar and another Kent State University grad, Solar Power World Senior Editor, Kelsey Misbrenner. So hello, Kelsey. Hey, Kelly. How are you? I'm so great. I know we talk a lot about our experiences at Kent State because, I mean, I love college. I miss it so much. I think I miss more the learning aspect. I just miss being in a classroom and like learning things. Yes. And spending our free time hanging out in the library, doing homework and (laughs) messing around on Facebook. Right. Exactly. Well, you know, when I was there, there was still my space that we Oh, sorry about that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that was what we were getting into. Gotcha. Um, But Kent State, it is a university in Northeast Ohio. I think it's the second largest university behind the Ohio State University. Sounds right. It's 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 a pretty big one. Mm-hmm. Um, I was there in the mid two thousands, and 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 when were you attending? Um, I got there in two thousand nine. So okay, nice. Yeah. Right when I was leaving, mm-hmm. <laughs> just missed each other. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't know really what is Kent State known for. Obviously, we were both in the journalism program and think it's very fantastic. But yeah. Um, they do a lot with science, wasn't it like liquid crystals and yes, things um, like that. That and I mean, mostly to me, it is journalism and fashion. Yes, yes, fashion. The fashion is very big. And actually, my guest coming up, Emily O'Leary, she majored in fashion at Kent State, and then she found her way into solar. And it's kind of similar to you and I. We we didn't have any background in solar. We just went to school for journalism and, and found a magazine job nearby and, mm-hmm. and we got involved with solar, but you actually do have a connection with solar. We found out a little bit later. Yes, I, I do. Um, my dad well, works at Kent state and he was in charge of installing their first solar project. Um, he was ha- handling the project management function of it um, on top of the football stadium, Dick stadium. Mm-hmm. And he was actually interviewed by the local news <laughs> for that installation years ago. And now he is working on um, getting solar put in at all of the regional campuses too. So that's been his, his baby for the past couple years. That's so cool. Like what is his, is he in sustainability or what exactly is kind of his Yeah, role? He's in the office of the architect and he is a project manager there. So he, and he is personally um, loves environmentally friendliness. He's solar is his passion and making this university as green as possible. So he has really pushed to have the university procure more solar. Mm -hmm. I think that's really cool. I mean, even I know solar has grown obviously in the last like decade, but it's, it's nice to see colleges and universities across the country really starting to do more with solar. Yes. Yeah. Both from a marketing standpoint, it's good to show that they care about the environment 
and it does save them a lot of money over the years too. Yeah, I saw, I follow on Twitter, is it MeLink is the Ohio solar installation company they were doing, they just announced they broke ground, I think, on the Trumbull campus yes. of Kent State, so. Mm-hmm. Yep, my dad's been sending me, he's been texting me pictures when he goes and visits <laughs> the sites, so I've been bugging him to send me, like, the press release when, when they send one out about these projects, but I think they're waiting for some nice glamour shots before they send that. <laughs> and we do need those. We do love those We love shots. those, yes. <laughs> well, maybe, you know, if, if we're allowed to leave our houses and stuff, maybe you could go visit and see the Absolutely. projects. Absolutely. Yes, yes, we could do a field trip for sure. Be fun. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Well, along those same lines, I, I really like my upcoming conversation with, with Emily at Sunshine Solar because she is the CEO of this mechanical, you know, construction company within solar. They're installing the, the, the posts and, and doing all of that, like really hard construction work. And obviously that's very unique for a woman to be kind of seen at the, at the front of that. Mm-hmm. I have the stats that uh, women make up 26% of the solar workforce, whereas nationally women make up 47% of the solar workforce. So um, we definitely are represented, but it's still a little bit, we're underrepresented there. Mm-hmm. And I, I find it kind of surprising, I think, because, I mean, you and I, we, we talk with solar companies all the time, and I feel like I'm always speaking with women. Yeah. And, and maybe that's maybe more so that they're doing a lot of the marketing positions or. I think that is the case, but it does seem like more and more my sources across the board in different positions in solar are women too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's definitely growing. I I, Mm -hmm. I wanted to see like you and I, I entered the solar industry um, in like 2011 and we, when, when did you come on board with Solar Power World? 2017. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like when I first started going to trade shows, I mean, I was so in the minority and there were booth babes at the booths mm. and, and things like that. So I, things have definitely changed in the last 10 years. I was wondering maybe what your experience was, what you thought about like your first SPI and, and trade shows. Yeah. When, um, so SIA changed president's soon after I came on mm-hmm. and um, hired on Abby Hopper and seeing that a woman was the leader of our largest trade organization was huge and making me feel really comfortable in this industry. Yeah. I was thinking that too. Like I know, um, what is it? Julia Ham? She's been at SEPA for mm-hmm. a, for a very long time. And, and yeah, now with Abby there, I don't think necessarily that the previous leadership of SIA was, anti-woman in any way. I think it's just at least having a woman in a leadership role has definitely brought a lot more to the industry and to the trade shows for sure. Yeah. And Abby does make it a huge point to increase diversity, both in SIA and in the industry as a whole. Um, One of my best memories that that I have of her um, is I was at a SIA um, conference and there was some time for a Q&A at the end and she asked for questions and all the, a lot of men's hands went up and no women. <laughs> and she actually, I think she might've called on one man and then was like, okay, do any women have any questions? I know that we are slower to raise our hands and volunteer for those kinds of things. And then sure enough, a number of women did have questions and she sort of opened that path to it. And I thought mm-hmm. that was just so cool. 
Yeah, and we at Solar Power World are always happy to give a voice to those who are maybe underrepresented in the industry. So I think that's a perfect segue into our interview with Emily O'Leary. She is CEO of Sunshine Solar for this episode of Contractors Corner. Take a listen. Very nice to talk with you today, Emily. Same here, Kelly. I'm thrilled to be on this podcast today, and I truly thank you for inviting me. Awesome. Yeah. Well, first off, you and I have a personal connection. We both went to Kent State University in Ohio, and I think you told me that you majored in fashion. So how did everything lead to you starting a solar company in Georgia? Yeah, this is, it's a crazy story because people who know me, who know that I studied fashion, they're like, Emily, how on earth did you go from fashion to solar? So (laughs) I definitely have a story with that. So um, yeah, no, I'm glad we had that connection. I loved Kent State University, had such a wonderful experience there and I loved my major. Um, But shortly after graduation, I moved South and started to work for the Olympics in 1996. I was like, if I'm going to move South, I'm going to be in Atlanta. That's where I want to be. And then fast forward, I got involved with a construction company and started to work with them. And we uh, saw this potential in solar. This was like in back of 2015. And I was like, you know what, there is a really good opportunity for a business just strictly focusing on solar not so much construction, but just solar. And so my business partner at that time said, okay, let's run with it. So in 2016, it was actually January 4th of 2016, I started uh, Sunshine Solar and opened a bank account. Didn't really know what we were doing, but just knew this was the space that we wanted to be in. And that's kind of how it was born. We just started and uh, took a lot of my... I wouldn't say my fashion degree, but just, you know, you have a good education. I had my MBA. I was like, you know what? I know how to run a business and we're just going to go through this and see what happens. But the funny story is that, you know, um, I've kind of come full circle with that here. I'm putting solar on some of these fashion buildings. Like I've gone to L'Oreal, I've gone to Periellis, Target stores, And it's just been great just to be able to see these corporations get on board and uh, feel that, you know, solar is important to their company over overall sustainability. Um, So yeah, that's, that's kind of how I got into it. (laughs) Yeah, that's a really, really great story. I mean, mine is not really similar, but yeah, I I majored in journalism at Kent, but I never expected to end up in the solar industry, but it's (laughs) been it's been really interesting so far. So yes, yes it is. <laughs> so what kind of solar projects are you working on? I, like, are you doing ground mounts, commercial rooftops? What kind of stuff are you doing? So yes, we are three areas of expertise, I guess you could say, is the ground mounts, the commercial rooftops, and uh, canopies. Mm-hmm. Um, our primary projects right now are the ground mounts, um, and this is where we drive the piles. We install racking and panels. Um, We've got a project in North Carolina that we're doing that full scope of mechanical where it's 108 megawatt. That's our our largest to date project. So we're really excited about that. Um, We're finishing up a project in Virginia that was 17 megawatt. um, And we continue to work on other ground mounts in Virginia. Um, We definitely do smaller projects. For example, we did one in Marengo, Illinois, and that was about three megawatt. 
with uh, Next Tracker's Horizon uh, system. Mm -hmm. um, we definitely love rooftops and canopies. We've done a rooftop for Amazon Fulfillment Center out in California. Um, the carports we've done for Blue Cross Blue Shield, FedEx, those have been out of state. So yeah, those are our, our three core areas that we focus on. And how are you getting these jobs? Are, are you bidding on them? Well, um, we are. We're bidding on them, but we get a lot of referrals from past clients as well as new clients. We bid on all our projects, and we feel that we're very competitive in what we do and how we bid on projects. Um, we are one of the leading installers in the United States, so we definitely have like a niche in that market. And luckily, we get you know a repeat business from clients that we've done a good job. They'll come back to us, and they'll show us their portfolio and like even we've got uh i want to say about 100 megawatts already booked for next year so we definitely get a lot of repeat business that's great yeah now i i do hate calling this out because it shouldn't be an exceptional thing but sunshine solar is a woman-owned business in a very heavily male-dominated mechanical side of solar and i've been in the industry for 10 years now and I, things are definitely different than they were, you know, back in 2010, 2011. But what is your experience leading a company in the construction industry? Well, Kelly, I'm glad you brought this up, this <laughs> topic up, because there's definitely challenges working in a primarily male-dominant industry. I have to say there's a lot of rough edges out there for sure. Um, that coming from a corporate, you know, world, um, in getting into this, you know, construction solar, there's definitely a lot more rough edges. But um, seriously, I do feel being a woman-owned business, um, we have a leading edge in the solar industry. And I feel like I come with a fresh set of eyes. So I may see things differently or approach things differently from a woman's perspective. Um, and the good thing is I love to spend time out in the field and we do hire women. So it's nice to see them out there doing a great job. And I definitely want to see more women in leading roles in the solar industry. So yeah, it's challenging, but I think we, we've got a lot of opportunities ahead of us for this. Mm -hmm. Great. And you mentioned a bunch of projects, like you're, you're working all over the place, California, Virginia, in Georgia. Is there any geographic range for what Sunshine Solar will take on? That's a good question, too, because a lot of our clients will say, hey, you know, will you go to this state? Will you go to that state? And it really depends. Um, but obviously, our, our focus is in the southeast um, along the east coast because we can mobilize our crews to these locations pretty easily. But honestly, we go where the work is. And if it makes financial sense, um, we have most of our crews, um, they know when they come on board with us that this is kind of a traveling type of position. And so we really travel to different locations. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that was my next question. What is your approach to hiring? So, so you do have crews that are traveling to each job site? We do. So we have several, I think we have about five crews that are our core crew. And when we go to certain towns, uh, we will post ads in Indeed. I'm sure a lot of you know that mm -hmm. site and uh, we'll work with <clears throat> local communities such as North Carolina Works. Uh, we uh, hosted a job fair with them just recently and we were able to attract about a dozen or so local workers. So we do enjoy, um, you know, working with the local uh, hiring um, communities, but we definitely bring our crews to the different locations. 
Now, I know safety is huge for Sunshine Solar. So how are you ensuring that you're following all OSHA guidelines? So um, Sunshine Solar, we have a director of safety. His name is Sean. He's excellent. His, <laughs> he lives and breathes safety. safety. So he definitely keeps us on our toes. But um, like I said, he works for us full time. He is always evolving our safety guidelines, our safety manuals. He's updating it. He complies with OSHA standards. And we realize we have to be on top of our game with safety since we work at military bases, government sites, and this is what they expect. Um, so not only them, but our clients and our staff expect this from us. Mm-hmm. Have Sunshine Solar, have you worked on any special projects lately? We have. This one's really exciting. Our latest specialty project is at NREL, the National Renewable Energy Laboratory mm-hmm. in Golden, Colorado. I was out there a couple weeks ago. And it's a project uh, specifically for Next Tracker. So they hired us to build a small system um, for wind capacity. Because if anyone knows about Golden, Colorado, <clears throat> there's the this area at NREL that has the highest wind. And so we are building the system. And I found out there's going to be about 400 test points on this system. Hmm. So it's an awesome place to work. Obviously, it's beautiful uh, with the mountains and everything. But uh, it's something that our staff is learning all about the system and the wind capacity. So that that's definitely a unique project for us because we're not building it for energy producing. It's specifically for wind capacity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is really cool. And I've... I've saw your pictures when you were out there recently because you are so active on on social media. That's how I've kind of been following what projects you're working on. So do you think having a social presence is important for growing companies? It is. It's extremely important, um, I feel, to be on social media. And I find if you have a target audience that you can share positive messages with them is so crucial because you want to see what other whether it's even competitors, what they're doing. Um, But I have found that it really opens doors because I think more people are spending time on social media. But um, I find that obviously LinkedIn is a great uh, social media platform for Sunshine Solar. Mm -hmm. So what are some of your immediate goals for Sunshine Solar? Do you want to expand your coverage area, take on more special projects? What What are you looking to do? Well, we are definitely in the growing stages. Um, What has happened recently is that I sold Sunshine Solar uh, this year, and I have a new business partner who has the expertise on how to scale a business, and so he wants to double our size in 2021. So we are like this year, we'll do about 120 megawatt. And next year, our goal is to do about 300 megawatt. Mm -hmm. And we are definitely going to continue working in the southeast, um, east coast area. Um, But we're actually we're going to Texas um, next year, as well as some of the Midwest states. So again, you know, a lot of our clients, we'll do repeat uh, business with them. And they'll say, hey, can you go to this state? We've got these projects. So again, if it makes sense, we'll we'll go to those different states. Mm hmm. Did you learn any lessons through COVID this year? Are you adopting anything into your, you know, company practices? Yes. So I learned COVID 
can stop everything in a heartbeat. Uh, it cancels face-to-face -face meetings, it cancels conferences, all these solar events that I always enjoy going to has just stopped. So, but I learned that, you know, I really need to adopt other ways to communicate. So I'm spending a lot more time on phone calls, more meaningful interactions with clients, you know, cause I've been on the phone and you hear kids in the background, you hear <laughs> dogs. And so you start conversations about that. And so you really get to learn people maybe a little bit better by, you know, these phone calls versus, you know, what we were doing before. So I've enjoyed it just taking more time over the phone or setting up lunch meetings if that's feasible. So, um, you know, we just, we really know that things have changed. And as far as our company practices, we develop a very mandate safety uh, practice um, through the field as well as in our offices and make sure that, you know, we're just very careful with what we're doing. Yeah, I know. It has definitely <laughs> changed the world. I've never done so many Zoom calls <laughs> <Right>. ever. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> So since you've been doing this for a few years, what are some areas where the solar industry still has room for improvement? What would you like to see improved? Well, I would love to see that, um, well, you know, the solar industry is booming and I feel we need to educate and promote this industry to the younger generation and let them know that this can be a career for them. Um, we have a local high school that we're working with, and we had three guys from the high school that went out there after their online schools, and, and they loved it. They were like, oh my gosh, this is, this is fantastic, and you know, they're, they're helping us build a carport in their backyard for a major corporation. So I think if we can educate uh, the younger uh, individuals, you know, whether they're in high school or they're going into trade schools, I would just love to see curriculums that focus on this industry and start training them, training them and guiding them into the space. And I'm sure a lot of your listeners um, are actively working on this area and building partnerships with their local schools. So I think this initiative is great and we definitely need to continue with this. Mm -hmm. For sure. Well, thank you so much for talking to me today, Emily. It was really great to get to know you. Well, thank you, Kelly. It's been my pleasure. And I have to say you do an amazing job at Solar Power World. So we, we really appreciate all that you do for us. Thank you. Thank you. It's nice to hear those, those nice compliments. This has been another edition of Contractors Corner. Join us each month as editor Kelly Pickerel chats with solar installers across the country. Thanks for listening to the Solar Power World podcast. Visit us online to hear more great podcasts, view industry videos, and read our great editorial content. SolarPowerWorldOnline.com. See you back here next month.